0: Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callis, and I was one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, located in the Salem Roanoke area of Virginia. Uh, today we are beginning, and tomorrow we will be concluding uh, the book of Hosea. As always, you can find our show notes uh, in our show notes below our reading plan because we want you to read God's Word before hopping onto the podcast. Uh, we don't see this podcast as a, a substitute for you reading, but rather a aid and help and a guide of, hey, I've read this now. What are what are some things that I can take away? Because we want to help you. In God and reading God's word, Uh, I believe that every believer and follower of Jesus, if you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit within you, that you can read God's word to live a changed and transformed life. I see this in First Corinthians chapter 2, that the Holy Spirit reveals the mysteries of who God is to us. So, in Hosea, uh, some things you have to know about Hosea before we begin here Hosea was a prophet that was. Prophesized, I guess you would say, uh, for roughly 40 years. Um, In this, the chronology of the timeline that we're looking at, this is way earlier than what we've been looking at with Isaiah and Ezekiel um, and even uh, this past week in Daniel. This happens uh, right around the the late 700 BC, so close to 600 BC. Remember BC is in reverse order, so the lower the number, the closer it is to today's time. Um, and he reigned during the rule of Jer- Jeroboam the II. Um, that's when he began to, to preach and teach, I guess you would say. And he went through a, a multitude of different kings like many prophets do. The kings kind of got changed pretty frequently uh, due to unfaithfulness in themselves. But what do you want to see here in chapters 1 through 7? Is God really uses a, a story and allegory in Joseph's, or in, not Joseph's, in Hosea's life, to then open up for Hosea's prophecies? Um, and what you're going to see is that God is pointing at that that due to Hosea marrying this woman named Gomer, that Gomer was unfaithful to Hosea, and so are the nation, so will the nation of Israel be to to. To God, and so you're going to see this. Hosea, or, yeah, Hosea marries Gomer, uh, and then they have three kids. And uh, it says in chapter one that the first one is Jezreel, uh, and that uh, I'll bring the bloodshed of Jezreel on the house of Jehu and put an end to the kingdom of Israel. On that day, I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. So this is the first kid's name. Uh, then Gomer conceived in, and gave birth again to a second child, uh, Lo-Rohamah, and it says, I will no longer have compassion. So in the first, there's bloodshed. The first child, the the name is to be bloodshed. The second is that he'll no longer, God will no longer have compassion on his people. But then there's a third child that's born, uh, lo Ammi, And in this, he says, for you are not my people, and I will not be your God, that God says, Hey, due to this child's name, what I'm getting at is that you're not my people. And you're going to in turn say that you are, that I am not your God. So then in this, we see just in this short period of time that, um, uh, Gomer then rebukes, uh, and she leaves, <clears throat> excuse me, she leaves Hosea for another man. And, uh, this whole story is really a massive allegory of a true story. It is a true story. Hosea and Gomer were real people that were really married, <clears throat> but it points to Israel's unfaithfulness to God. So where do we see Jesus at in this text? I'm going to say, uh, now there's a there's some theolo- theological beliefs called disposition uh, that the church replaces Israel. I'm not quite 100% sure where I personally um, land in at on this, but what I do see here in this text is that Israel was unfaithful to God. And then when we look in the New Testament because of who Jesus is and what he did for us, that we, by faith, come into relationship in him and his righteousness is accounted to us, and yet we still live as unfaithful people. Now, The church then we see in the New Testament is then called the elect or the chosen people of God. So God then chooses us and we're to live faithfully to God, to obeying him. But one of the things that I want us to see here today is that in the institution of marriage, that God... Ordained marriage for a purpose and for a reason, and one of the teachings that you're not going to hear taught too frequently in the church is Matthew chapter 22. And one of the things that Jesus is going to say here is that there will be no more marriage in heaven. There's to be no more. There's going to be no more married people in heaven. Uh, now, why is that? One of the things I think the reason why there's no marriage in heaven from Jesus' teaching here is because marriage was a symbol that God used to bridge us to the need of God and as a light into this world. And it's used as a symbol uh, to, to cast a shadow onto the person of Jesus. And so in this we are need we need one another. Um, we see this in Genesis chapter one. God created us, and He created woman for man. Uh, we see in, in First Corinthians chapter six, seven, and eight. Uh, you see this beautiful uh, un- unrolling of that. But there's this no longer this need for the symbol because we, as followers of Jesus, are the bride of Christ, and we will be married. yeah, We are the bride of Christ and we'll be married to the bridegroom who is Christ. And on that day, there will be a massive wedding festival in heaven where we then become one. And so in that, we no longer need the marriage of mankind here like the way that we view it today in heaven because we are the bride and Christ is the bridegroom. And Christ will always be faithful to us. And yet we fall short of God's glory and are continuously unfaithful to him. So I hope that today you enjoyed Hosea chapters 1 through 7. And we will join us again tomorrow as we conclude the book of Hosea.